to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. My name is Infinity Bro Isaac. I'm one of the six Infinity Bros of our rotating cast. And I'm actually joined by a very special guest guest today. It is Richard Nebbins of The Direct. Richard, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, this is going to be a really fun show. I'm glad we finally got this going. Yes, yes. Uh, you can hear a little bit uh, about the history of, of this uh, episode <laughs> on the Patreon uh, version. You guys can check that out at patreon.com and the Infinity Bros. And you can check out the infinitybros.com to check out all of our uh, links and you know follow all our stuff. Uh, Infinity Bro Robbie is streaming consistently on TikTok Live and has grown our Discord from like, I don't know, I think we had less than 100 to like, over 200 just in the past like two months and almost all of those people are totally into magic the gathering so if you're into magic the gathering come on into the discord we've got a lot of people talking about that right now which is which is super awesome so but anyways yeah there's a there's a there's kind of a little history about uh, how this episode came to be so make sure you check out the patreon to, to find out a little bit more of that but richard again wanted to thank you so much for coming on to um, the Infinity Bros podcast. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your position at the Direct and, and what you do there? Yeah, so I am the senior writer and assistant editor at thedirect.com. Um, it's been an incredible ride there. I also do social media there um, because of, you know, I absolutely don't do enough there already. But <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a fantastic job. Um, I absolutely love the team. Um, we at the Direct, um, you've probably seen us on Twitter or Facebook, wherever you get your, your comic book movie news and everything. We cover Marvel, DC, Star Wars. We're actually branching out into a lot of general movie stuff these days, too. We've covered Mission Impossible. Um, we've got an interview with the director of Haunted Mansion up on the website. You should check that out at thedirect.com. Um, working on a lot of Barbenheimer stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I have a ton of fun with this. This is my full-time job. Um, and I, I just absolutely love it being in this whole movie space, reviewing movies, talking about movies. I love it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. And one of your biggest, like you were saying on the Patreon episode, um, kind of interest is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I would say that we have in common as the Infinity Bros. So <laughs> really excited <laughs> to chat with you about that. And to go back a little bit, one of the first things that we connected over was you were like, hey, kind of put a, a call out on social media, like Deadpool <laughs> 3 is coming out because that was when um, we got the Wolverine Hugh Jackman uh, suit yes. reveal. And you're like, hey, I want to talk about this. So <laughs> yeah. anybody hit me up. I want to talk about this. So that's when it all kind of started. And we're definitely going to get into that a little bit. But oh, yeah, I do have a very special segment that I did not prepare you for called okay, all right. the Infinity Gauntlet. Are you a heel or a baby face? If you can make any flavor, cheese it. What would it be? Is it pronounced Grogu or Groku? If Keanu Reeves isn't in the movie, can it be star-studded? It's time for the Infinity Gauntlet, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast. Okay, okay. I like where this is heading. Yeah, so in our Infinity Gauntlet, our special guest gets to answer a question from each Infinity Bro. Um, and, you know, we'll see based on your responses if you're able to make it through the gauntlet. And and all right. we always tell people that, like, if they don't make it through the gauntlet, we just, like, cut the episode off right there. We're like, <laughs> all right, well, sorry, uh, we'll try again next time. We haven't <laughs> had anybody that, you know, completely failed the Infinity Gauntlet yet. 
So okay. I'm not expecting you to be the first one, but just wanted to give you a little bit of reassurance there that, right. you know, it's not as scary as it sounds. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, let's do this. All right. All right. Here we go. So this uh, first question, this is from Infinity Bro Robbie. You have to restart the MCU. Who besides Captain America and Iron Man do you start the MCU with? Oh, you know what? I've thought about this actually before. Given everything, assuming that Marvel has the rights to everybody, because that, that's a tough yeah. subject. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, we've we've got the X Men and Fantastic Four now, but we didn't when you know everything started. I would have to go with Spider Man. I know that he's young and that he can grow across the, the MCU. Um, I just think Spider Man is one of he's on the Mount Rushmore of most famous comic book movie characters. We remember all the hype that came when he was about to come in the Civil War. That that first shot of him uh, holding Captain America's shield was one of the greatest moments in MCU trailer history. Um, right. it, and, and Tom Holland obviously did a great job with his role in the MCU. I wouldn't change that for a second if, if we could. But if we had to go back, I would I would say Spider-Man. Um, you can lead up. You could also lead up into the Civil War stuff too. You don't have to start yeah. it directly in mm -hmm. Civil War because that was a huge moment from the comics. Even not being as much of a comic expert, I know Spidey revealing himself to the public was a huge moment um, yeah, so, in that yeah. legacy. Yep, and Civil War is is a lot of people are not crazy about the comic event. This is it's right. like my one of my favorite comic events because that's like what got me into comics. And that okay. and Spider-Man's my guy. So that reveal is just it's it's so like impactful in, in that comic storyline. So I think that that would be sweet if they if they put some emphasis on that through through Civil War. That would have been cool for yeah. sure. All right. That was a good good one. All right. Next one. Here we go. Right. This is from Infinity Bro Max. He says, give the perfect Justice League casting from an alternate universe. So Ooh. you you get to pick anybody you want for any role. Doesn't matter if they've already been casted or, you know, whatever. Um, OK, perfect Justice League cast for you. Perfect Justice League. cast. Wow. That is that is incredibly tough. Well, honest, you know what? I'm <laughs> yeah, going to be perfectly perfectly. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Superman, I'd actually go with Henry Cavill because I think of all the all the crap that went on with the the recent DCEU, Henry Cavill for me was actually one of the one of the big bright spots. I oh, thought he did sure. a really good job with his portrayal of Superman. I thought he brought like the the extraterrestrial side of it good. He brought the the farm boy Kansas side of it really good, and I, and I really enjoyed what he did with it. And I also really respect that he put in the work physically to you know. Put, to beef up for the role and, and didn't want to do CGI for all that. Oh yeah, for real. Um, let's see, Batman. Who would I cast as Batman? That is a great question. Actually, one that personally I really want to see play Batman, Jensen Ackles. Um, yep, he yep. he is he's the guy that I really want to see take on like even if he does like an older Batman now in the new DCU. Um, I've been, been rewatching like Supernatural on TV, and him as as Dean is fantastic. Um, and I think he would do a really good job as Batman. Um, for other characters, I'm going to throw out a, a really random one for The Flash. Tom Holland. 
I think he Ooh, could. Okay. I think he could be, be a really fun version of the Flash. I mean, especially after like what we got, what we saw from Tom Holland as Spider Man um, was fantastic, and I think right. he could bring that same vibe a little bit to mm-hmm. the Flash. And this is all off the top of my head. I actually haven't really <laughs> thought about this at all. I've, I've, that's that's what these Infinity Gauntlet questions are good for. Just getting the juices flowing, like flying from yeah. the seat of your pants. So there for you sure, yeah. And like <laughs> like I thought about it in terms of like like MCU people who I would cast like from the MCU mm-hmm. in sure. DC. But but never the other way around. Um, yeah. Wonder Woman. Here's here's one that I I would actually go for. Just one that I was just thinking about. Adrian Palicki because she had done that Wonder Woman okay. um, yeah. pilot a long time right. ago that never yeah, yeah, aired yeah. with uh, Pedro and, Pascal. Yeah, with Pedro Pascal. Ironically enough, yeah, just and that was in, like uh, a like I, I think that actually came out semi recently within the past like six months. I don't know if it's on YouTube or where. Like you can watch something like that. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, just just watched a little bit of him in 1984 the other day. But I watched a little bit of it and I was like, dang, this is like not bad for what was it, like 2011 or something? Yeah, it might have been earlier than that. But but no, I, I think I'd go her as my Wonder Woman. Um, let's see, I've done I've done the Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Aquaman. Ooh, that's a toughie. Aquaman, I would probably go. I want like my first thought would be Chris Hemsworth, but I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna take a different route on that. I'm gonna say Liam Hemsworth. I think oh, okay. um, I think he could be an interesting choice for that, just because he's got kind of the same a similar vibe to Chris, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. But I but I think he he could be good in that like major superhero role, especially after what he did in uh, in the Hunger Games stuff. Yeah. And then I can see that we need like a we need a cyborg and a Green Lantern. Those are really really tough. Those are tough um, roles, yeah, yeah. Those are really tough roles to cast. Any any thoughts on what you what you would do mm, for that? Cyborg or Green Lantern? Yeah. Oh man. Well, honestly, I mean, one that I think was fan casted for a long time and now is coming to real life is uh, Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern. Ooh, yeah. That, like uh, James Gunn announced that he is going to be Green Lantern in I think it's Superman Legacy. Yeah, he's gonna be the guy Guy Gardner version. Yeah. I when I heard that, I was like. I don't know who I would want more as a Green Lantern, yeah. actually. Not just like thinking about that, like, and I know he had been fan casted as Green Lantern for a long time, so I, yeah, I'm for sure, fine for sure. with that. Honestly, I, I'm excited about that. Another one I'll throw out. What about Chris Pine? Chris oh, Pine, I think, yeah, I think he could. I think he, he could pull would off be a good, a perfect Hal Jordan. <laughs> he could be a great Hal Jordan. He's a great. He would be perfect Hal Jordan for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, he, for sure. I feel like I feel like his his uh um Captain Kirk in the new Star Trek movies is basically Hal Jordan. Like how <laughs> right. I would imagine Hal Jordan would be played. But that's like yeah, yeah for real. Yeah, that's, for sure. He would be a great casting. Chris Pine's just great in everything, though. Like yeah, Chris Pine's awesome. Know. You can't you can't miscast Chris Chris Pine, I don't think. No, exactly. And, and then, then Cyborg. Cyborg. Oh man, that one is Again, incredibly tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a weird one. I don't know how well it would fit. What about Michael B. Jordan? How would we feel about a Michael B. Jordan? I as, feel like he's I feel like he's a good enough actor to pretty much pull off anything. I I agree. That's that's what I was thinking. I don't think he would do badly for sure. I no. think you you think he would do solid. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe there's better options for mm-hmm. right for cyborg but i don't think he would be bad by any means necessary no no yeah he he would be solid like yeah he's another guy that's like 
you know, he's just pretty much good in everything that he's in. So yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. Let's throw him in there. Why not? Yeah. All right. Pretty solid. That's a pretty solid lineup. Nice work. Nice yeah. work. Okay. If that's the toughest question that, that I'm, that I'm going <laughs> to get, like, I, I think I'll be okay, but that was a toughie. Yeah. That, that one was one you had to think a little bit here. So, oh yeah. All right, here we go. This is from infinity Romark. He is kind of our, uh, spicy out there. Um, our character. So, Bear with me here. Here we go. Uh, It's the future and you're in space looking for a lost vessel. You find it only to discover no communications. You dock the ship, enter it with a team of five. You find one survivor who talks about a creature that killed the crew. You find a security panel and see that it's Grimace terrorizing the ship like Grimace from McDonald's. (laughs) God, what what does the Grimace do to kill host its victims? (laughs) Wow. <laughs> and how do you and the crew kill it, if at all? <laughs> um, I think Grimace would just drive you insane. Um, like, I, I think there's no way Grimace is going to, like, like the, take out that many people without just driving them literally out of their damn minds. That's because you don't expect Grimace from McDonald's to, to, to be in outer space as this as giant killing machine. And as for taking it out... Oh, you got to sneak attack it. There's, there's oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, there's no way that you can. Grimace. You can't that, go toe to toe with him. Yeah, no, it can't know you're coming. It's got to be some kind of a sneak attack. That's a great answer. With that kind of question, that was that was a curveball right there. So there you oh, go. Oh yeah, no, and good for your guys. These these questions are making me think. All right, got one more question from you, and this is from me. All right, All last right. question of the Infinity Gauntlet. If you were putting up you were you were like this the sponsor the backer you're putting up one superhero as a nominee <laughs> for president Ooh. what superhero are you backing to be the president of the united states oh one superhero so we're talking dc marvel anything 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 yep. all right oh that's a that's a good question um you know you know what i know it's going to be the easy choice i gotta go steve rogers um, mm-hmm. he is like, I mean, if we're talking president of the United States, there's nobody, I think more patriotic in the history of comics than Captain America. I mean, right. I, I take either him or Sam Wilson, um, mm-hmm. either way, you know, have him, have him yeah. as a duo. Captain uh, America. I mean, that's like a shoe in for like, okay, this is just like good. Branding. The country's like, you can, you can do some, Absolutely. some just killer promotion with that. Oh, it would be, it would be great. I yeah. think, yes. I think also just like off the top of my head, Superman was one that was like, He's like oh, just yeah. like pure of heart, you know. Truth, justice, and, the American way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like he would also be a great choice, but you can't really go wrong with any of those guys. So no, either the Captain Americas or <laughs> Superman. Yeah, it would be really interesting to see how a like true, honest person plays in today's like American politics. But, oh God! You know, <laughs> good luck to them. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Exactly. I don't care what side you're on? Good luck. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, there you go. You you uh, passed the Infinity Gauntlet, so congratulations, Richard. You, you made it through. And we get to continue the episode. So <laughs> I'd, I'd say you passed. I survived. Flying colors. Yeah, you survived. Exactly. Well, there you <laughs> go. Thank, thank you so much for answering those questions for us. It's always a blast to get to know our, our guests a little bit through the Infinity Gauntlet. So. Of course. All right. Um, before we get going here, um, I did want to, and this is, is probably slightly news to you. I probably should have told you this beforehand, but we yeah. rate things on a very specific scale on the Infinity Bros podcast rating bumper here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. 
If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Snap. So that's how we rate things in the Infinity Bros, representing the six Infinity Stones, you know. So, um, yeah. and the six of us, it's six is like, you know, kind of the, yeah. the number. Um, just we just yeah. don't triple it, you know. It gets a little weird when we yeah. do that. But as as somebody who wrote the Infinity Stones into my wedding vows, I get it. That's amazing. Okay, we're gonna have to talk about that later because I, I want to. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah, I I gotta fi- I gotta find them at, at at some point again. But I but I know I remember my friends were really impressed because I got married like a few months after Infinity War came out, so it was oh, very man. very it That's was topical. But I was I was very proud of myself. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> incredible. Yep, we'll definitely have to uh, to chat about that later. But yeah. um, anyways, <laughs> uh, first thing I wanted to chat about is um, so Secret Invasion just got done a couple weeks ago. Um, if mm-hmm. you guys want to check out our series finale that is the episode 174 of the infinity bros podcast you can go check that out that's our finale review and kind of season recap um and we've been you know reviewing uh weekly these episodes as well so you guys can go check listeners can go check those out on the infinity bros podcast but i wanted to get kind of your thoughts on secret invasion there's been a lot of stuff flying around on the internet about how Mm -hmm. it's terrible it's the worst mcu project ever blah 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 blah. what did you think about secret invasion and you know leading up to it what was your like hype level coming into it and did it like meet those expectations well, I, I, I'll be perfectly honest. I thought it had a chance to be one of the better MCU Disney Plus shows. Like I, I wrote a whole article on the direct about why it could potentially be the best one yet. It, I wouldn't say it was the worst MCU Disney Plus show that we've gotten, but it definitely didn't live up to ex- expectations for me. Because I think the biggest thing for me is they set up stuff in the show that could have been really, really good if they had gone more of the show with it. I mean, obviously, obviously spoilers, but like, the, the part at the end, like where they were hunting scrolls down like left and right and not even really caring if there was a human or a scroll, that's some terrifying stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I think that right. could have been a really good like subplot point throughout the entire thing. Um, some of it felt a little bit predictable. Like, like I mean, Rhodey, obviously, I thought he was a scroll since like episode two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've we've been talking about him being a scroll since like <laughs> the beginning Week of one. this podcast, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And like. And and the whole thing with him, like the that his moments from some of the um, Infinity Saga stuff that aren't him anymore. It's right. like it, it's kind of definitely kind of a bummer. But I mean, there were parts of it that I really enjoyed. I I don't think I hate it as much as other people do, but it definitely didn't exactly live up to the expectations of yeah. being like a secret invasion show. Like yeah. th- this is right. one of the biggest biggest events from the comics yeah. that we've had in the last 15, 20 years. So. Right. And leading up to this, I mean, we've been like, we, so we have this, like, we almost, we made it into a segment at one point called scroll watch where we were like, yeah. cause Mark, our guy, he's the guy who gave you the, the crazy <laughs> alien grimace <laughs> question. He's the right. one who's like super like conspiracy theories are like floating around up there. He okay. is like, he, we have been speculating about who's a scroll and who's not in the MCU since we knew captain marvel movie was coming out like way right. way back in the day. like it's it's been floating around forever and we even came up with a segment called scroll watch where we're like oh i think this yeah. person scroll like you know talking about why they could potentially be a scroll going back yeah. to wong in uh she hulk like we we're all in on <laughs> wong being a scroll okay he still could be at this point but but you know like just little stuff like that uh, oh, yeah. But anyways, we, we've been all in on Rhodey being a scroll, And I think that was honestly, 
and you know, it was probably our fault a little bit for building this up in our heads because <laughs> that's yeah, kind of what sure. we do. But man, Secret Secret Invasion is a phenomenal comic event. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm a pretty casual comic reader. Like I've read a a decent amount of the big Marvel events. Um, mm-hmm. DC, I kind of here and there. Like I, I read a little bit, you know, of the of the big events and stuff like that. Secret Invasion is phenomenal, and man, we we had so many cool ideas about how they could like implement this in the MCU, and it just didn't feel like they went big enough. Honestly, no, it kind exactly. of it, it felt like they played it safe, and. I don't, I don't know. Like it, to me, it just, it was a little bit of a disappointment. So, and I, I said this on my, on my, um, review, uh, last episode, but I gave the show a 4.5 out of six. And to me, anything above like a 3.5 is like rewatchable. Like I'll watch that like no problem. So 4.5, yeah. it's still decent. I don't even think I have any Marvel, like anything below a three. Like I, I enjoy all of yeah. them, but 4.5, like, it wasn't phenomenal. It was it was pretty good. It was solid. It was still well made, even yeah. though it w- didn't live up to my expectations of it. So, what would you what would you rate uh, the whole series? Yeah, for me on that scale, I'd I'd actually say probably close to that. I'm thinking like a four, four and a half or so. Sure. Because um, okay. like obviously there there are far better Disney Plus shows from the MCU for me. I mean like like Miss Marvel, WandaVision come to mind. Loki's obviously fantastic. Um, and, and like and that's the thing is. I like you said. I just don't think it went big enough. I, right. I think the. I mean, I think there are some things that are going to last in the MCU for you know a couple movies in. Like I'll, I'll be curious to see what happens in the Marvels uh, with Sam Jackson coming back and if yeah. they do more of the scroll stuff. But like, like some of the deaths that they did in Secret Invasion, like with, with obviously with Talos and mm-hmm. Maria Hill, it, it kind of. I don't know if I want to say it felt like cheap or like it, it didn't feel like it hit the right spot. Right, they just didn't feel that impactful. I mean, the yeah. Maria Hill one. And I love one, Talos. Right. Maria Hill one kind of did in the moment, but then they just like yeah, didn't mention her again basically the rest of the show. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it, okay. It felt like one that that was supposed to like set the groundwork for how serious right. the series was going to be. And yeah. it never and quite I, lived up to man, that. Man, I feel like they did such a good job at setting up all this stuff in the first like three episodes and then they just like didn't follow anything up really well. So yeah, exactly. The final two episodes to me for sure were just disappointing. Unfortunately. I mean, of course that ending fight was exactly what, you know, she Hulk made fun of the MCU. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we meant to do. Like exactly like word for word, what you say and setting up the big Uh fight. Everything is like, yeah, exactly. She's so meta that she exactly predicted like probably 90% of the MCU Disney plus show finales. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I know we're going to talk about Deadpool later, Mm -hmm. but I, God, I hope he ma- he makes fun of that. I oh, hope they he- make fun of it and and do it the right way, right. so that it doesn't you know end up like this. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely going to be something to do with that for sure. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'd I'd say pretty pretty well aligned on that. So leading up to that though, one of our big things was why didn't we get more important people as scrolls? Like, yeah, I know we got right. that like kind of bored or whatever that we're like supposed to be important people, but like at the end it would have made it so much more impactful 
impactful if they and and they make a point too of this this bugged me a lot in the very like t- last five minutes of the show when they go down in the basement like the warehouse and they have all the humans that all the scrolls have you know kind of like taken their identities they pull mm-hmm. back this dude's like shawl that's over him and it's just a random dude right it's nobody important and i'm like you totally could have had like an important person laying there and it would have been like, oh, like somebody we hadn't seen in the show already. This person's yeah. been a scroll the whole time, and and it was that would have been the perfect spot for it. It's a, it a big nothing burger, you know. It just is. Yeah, yeah exactly. that that was one thing that we were like, man, make somebody another big important hero be a scroll because that's like the big thing in the comic version is Spider Woman is the scroll queen, and she's been a scroll for who knows a how long, long time. Yeah, you know, a long time, and then all of a sudden, all of these heroes start popping up as scrolls, and it's like. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who to trust. And exactly. You just didn't get that same vibe in this. And and don't get me wrong. I did appreciate kind of the like darker kind of like espionage tone of this show. Oh, me too. Absolutely. But it could have been It just I feel like it's just a missed opportunity. Could have been could have been so much better yeah. than it was. So one thing I will say is that I know that MCU is, is big on like the directors not like reading the comics and stuff and, mm-hmm. and diving too deep into right. that. To an extent, I get that because they want to do their own thing, you know, inspired by the comics, right. or whatever. This one, I think, really could have helped out with, yeah. with the, the team Absolutely. reading through the comics I, and like trying to, man, and this, try to break some of those moments. When it comes down to that, and we've talked about this too, when it comes down to that, it's like if you're a good enough writer, you should be able to read that and not copy it. Or, you know, whatever you like, exactly. you should be ad- able to adapt it well. Yeah. To separate the show. yourself from it. You know, yeah. like, I-, I feel like that seems like a little bit of a an excuse for yeah, a little the MCU. Bit. Like, oh, we don't want them to read that to get ideas or whatever. And it's like, well, that's what every like writer in the history of writing is done. They get inspiration yeah. from other sources, you know, like just exactly. how it works. But yeah, yeah totally. it's just, yeah, it was a little bit of a bummer that it ended yeah, up that way. I agree. So, but you did mention the Marvels which is coming November 10th, 2023. Yes. Hype level for that show. What would you rate that scale of one to six right now? Oh, definitely. At least a five, if not a five and a half. Okay. I am. I think I'm actually infinitely more excited for this one than I was for the first one. Like Captain Marvel is a great character and I think they're going to do a good job with her in the MCU. It just felt like they, they threw her in a little bit fast in the first right. movie. Yeah, she was it seemed like, like they definitely were trying to like shoehorn her into the MCU with, exactly. with her movie. Because she's supposed to be like the most powerful character in the MCU. And right. they shoved her in right before Endgame and all that. And, and her stuff in Endgame was fine. I, I enjoyed it enough. Right. But I'm really looking forward to seeing, and especially because I think Brie Larson herself is going to give, I think, an even better performance this time around than she has in all of the rest of her MCU stuff. Because one thing I've heard is that she filmed her stuff for Endgame before she did Captain Marvel. Um, So they're interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard that story. So they really like jumbled her around for the first little bit of her being in the MCU. And I think now that she has time to really sit with the character and really um, dive into it this Mm -hmm. time around, I think she's going to give a really good performance. Right. And um, for me personally, Amon Vellani is one of my new MVPs of the MCU. She's one of my absolute. She is a perfect (laughs) casting. Like, yeah, I will say like you're you seem like you're pretty high on Miss Marvel. That was not my favorite show. I still enjoyed it, but not my favorite Disney plus show. They nailed it with that casting. Like I am. Yeah. She's like the main reason I'm excited for this movie is see her interact with, you know, Monica Rambeau and Carol Danvers is going to be, Oh, it's going to be great. I, 
I can't wait for that. Yeah, no, she she might have chance to be the MVP of this movie, honestly. Right. Like, I yeah, mean, I, I'm with you there for sure. Her casting as Miss Marvel, I put on the same level as like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man or like even Ryan Reynolds Ooh, as Deadpool. Like, it, it is, it is. I'm not, I don't know if it's quite there, but it is very close. Because and especially for somebody who not only she's so young, she's like 20, 21 years old. This is her like debut in the acting world. I think Miss Marvel yeah, was really her right. first credit. It's so funny because like, I mean, with all the stories that we've heard about her, like she's like the Marvel geek on set and they like the expert. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For like, you know, looking for little details and stuff like that. Like she seems like her character of, you know, Kamala Khan is who she is like that is, exactly like, she she is like, kamala khan really in real life that fuck even Bilotti is just like the same person basically and, so. and i absolutely love that and that's partly why i put her so high on that on that yeah. casting uh, ranking because she's just because she really is just an mcu know-it-all and i mean that in the, in the best possible <laughs> yeah, way yeah exactly yeah she's gonna be fantastic i'm really excited for this movie i think it's gonna have a chance to be one of the better ones um of face four and five i mean obviously we've gotten like for all the crap like like i was like i was saying on twitter earlier we've gotten a ton of crap for like the the movies and shows we've gotten in phase Mm. four and five but we've had some really good ones i mean you know no way home guardians three yeah i think the marvels has a chance to be and obviously black panther wakanda forever too i forgot to forgot to mention that one um i think the marvels has a chance to get up there in terms of like being one of the better movies that we've gotten in the multiverse saga so far yeah yeah i definitely think my and seeing the you know i couple of the trailers that we've we've seen out of it definitely more excited for it now than i have been you know throughout phase four and five seeing all the stuff that we've been getting i definitely think my hype level is is starting to climb up again to end yeah. to honestly to see because of all of these disney plus shows and kind of their problems that we've seen throughout them i'm just excited to get back to like big event marvel movies again honestly Agreed. like and if they got to cut out a show or two a year to do more of these big event movies. I'm fine with that. I think they can yeah. secret invasion could have been like what they did anyways in this show in secret invasion. They probably they could have done, done all that in a movie. Like honestly, Absolutely. it might've been a better movie than it was a show. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But, but anyways, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun to, to kind of get back to that. Like, all right, this is a big Marvel movie again. And I feel like, you know, they've kind of been like, obviously, No Way Home was, you know, like that was like oh, yeah. the return to cinema Marvel movie from the whole COVID yeah. know, quarantine stuff. Like that was like it. Like I got to give Shang-Chi credit for like for doing what it did in the middle of COVID. Like right. I think that yeah. was really the start of like bringing movies back and yeah. everything. But No Way Home just took it to a level yeah. that like, it, it I, I don't, I don't know if we've ever, I don't know if we'll, we'll ever see it again. No Way Home, like disclaimer, No Way Home is my top MCU movie. Ever. I you're uh, hey hey I'm I'm right there with you this it's my favorite too so there you go <laughs> nice yeah I absolutely love it I mean Spider Man's my favorite hero anyway mm-hmm. and that's my favorite Spider Man movie so yes, love it me and you me and you are gonna get along just fine just I fine. think so yeah <laughs> I'm liking this <laughs> love that all right so yeah anyways uh, Marvel's coming November tenth twenty twenty three that's gonna be really awesome the other big thing that dropped this week was the Loki season two trailer. Uh, yes. Loki season two drop in October 6th, 2023. This is another thing that I was like, I don't know. Like it's another Disney plus show. Obviously I think Loki is one of the better Disney plus shows that we've gotten. So it had that kind of like redeeming factor in, in my hype of it anyways. But at the same time with all of them, how they've been going, I was like, eh, 
I don't know about it, but this trailer got me very, very excited for for Loki season two. Um, what were your thoughts on the trailer? I really liked it. I, I don't know about you. I got some major Spider Verse vibes. Yes, with, yes, um, exactly. I don't, I don't know. If, I can't remember what they called it. It wasn't glitching, but the, the thing that you know when yeah. you jump in in and out of universes and stuff. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how that how yeah. that plays. I know out. that's I mean, exactly what I thought when I saw it too. I was like, it looks like they're glitching from exactly you know Spider-Verse. the Spider Verse movies. It's oh the, yeah, I'm I'm so excited about that. And I don't know, man. It got that like mysterious feeling that we got from Loki just yeah. in that two minute trailer. And uh, to rewind a little bit, going back to quantum mania, which again was not, not our favorite, like our favorite movie right. is the infinity bros. I think we uh, collectively, so we usually take all of our scores, average them for the official infinity bro rating. Right. And okay. I think it ended up being a 4.5. So it wasn't, wasn't okay. you know kind of about the same probably same probably close here. to what i what i do it too right yeah. and but that post-credit scene with tom yes. hiddleston and um owen wilson owen wilson yeah sitting in the crowd for um jonathan majors as kang our our victor victor timely, victor yeah. timely yeah um yeah in that post-credit scene Wow, that's that post credit scene got me almost more excited than the whole Ant Man Quantumania movie. <laughs> like Tom Hiddleston in that like thirty second yeah. clip portrayed more emotion and fear than I feel like I saw in that whole Quantumania movie. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's phenomenal. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Quantumania enough, but I remember I actually saw that one at the at one of the premieres in L.A. Not that not the world premiere, oh, wow. but at, a, mm-hmm. at an early screening. Nice. And I remember the crowd went like nuts yeah. when when we saw the Tom Middleton post credit yeah. scene. Yeah, um, that was that was insane. Yeah, and say say what you will about like Jonathan Majors and all this personal stuff that he's got going on, but. Yeah, he was the reason why Ant-Man Quantumania worked because he, he was great. is a yeah. phenomenal actor and he yeah. just knocked it out of the park with his performance. Finger, that, fingers crossed movie. for for the best for whatever the whole situation right. and, is. And and it doesn't like at this point, you know, it's hard to say anything definitive because we obviously yeah. are on the outside looking, you know, in at that at that situation. But like totally. For whatever for whatever is happening, like he's the guy. They have not backed off of that as of this point, and yeah, not yet, they least. nor should they, in my opinion. Like I think until yeah. like stuff is proven yeah. beyond doubt that this guy is, you know, yeah. not until a good the person. circumstances until the circumstances demanded. I think right, yeah. exactly. I think you know, and because they they've learned from experience. Like they went ahead and fired James Gunn like that the second people started talking on the internet about, right. you know, past tweets, blah, 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 all that. And I think they're like, okay, let's just, let's just hold the phone a little bit. Let's just see how this plays out. But Jonathan majors is a phenomenal actor and I'm very excited to see him in Loki season two. Like this is, this is going to be, I think out of all, if you're counting like season Loki season one and Loki season two is like two different, like, shows and ranking it on the you know like disney plus scale i feel like this season two could be a top three you know disney plus show just yeah comparatively to all these other shows that we've been getting so i i'm very excited about it i think i think it's going to be phenomenal that that trailer 
it got me hyped, man. That was another thing that I was like, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it yet, but I'm, I'm in, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. So yeah, for, for me, Tom Hiddleston is still one of the MVPs of the MCU. Oh, yeah. And, and Owen Wilson is, is quickly becoming one of my favorites. I mean, I <laughs> love, I love Owen Wilson anyways. I but. remember when they announced that Owen Wilson was casted in Loki and I was like, like, hey, I love the guy. I love the guy. But yeah. how the heck is he going to fit into the MCU? Like, I just, I don't right? understand this. But he is, it he is hilarious. It works so well. I, yeah, <laughs> I love I his love character. Mobius. Yeah. It's, it's great. I absolutely love that. So, yeah, looking forward to that. October 6th, 2023. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, okay. And the last thing that we want to definitely hit on is Deadpool 3. Because that was, again the thing that you were jazzed about that initially yes. got us hooked up in the first place. So rewinding back, this is, this is probably over a month ago now, right? About that, a month ago. So yeah, they, now. so they've, you know, obviously earlier this year, maybe in last year, Ryan Reynolds um, announced that Hugh Jackman's coming back to be last Wolverine year yeah. in Deadpool three. Um, everybody's super hyped about that. Even if, you know, and a lot of people were not, super thrilled with Deadpool 2 um me not included I loved it but there's a lot of there's a lot of hubbub on the internet about like how you know it didn't really yeah. live up to Deadpool um but you know any of that notwithstanding you got Hugh Jackman back for Deadpool 3 I mean this movie's going to make a buttload of money <laughs> people yeah. people are going to go watch this movie cuz Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine and that's yeah. that is just uh, was that as big as the suit reveal to you, like where was that? And were you freaking out when that announcement happened with Ryan Reynolds? Oh my God. I remember I actually wrote up the article that we did for the direct when, uh, when that thing so it's like a little insight into our thing. Like sometimes we'll have like, we'll get normally assigned articles. We have like an hour or two to, to, you know, get them ready and everything. Sometimes we'll get like breaking articles and we have to put the first part out in like 10 minutes or five minutes or something. Wow. That one was a breaking three minutes. To do. And I and I had no idea what was happening. I just got, you know, uh Ryan Reynolds tweet in an assignment, you know, get this out now. And I and then I realized, holy crap, uh, it's happening. Huge, it's happening. Huge is coming back. It's like and it's like, like that part in the office where Michael like comes out of the office. Everybody's yeah. like oh running around to the fire. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that oh, that was probably one of the most hyped moments I've ever had as an MCU fan, because, like, anybody who knows me knows I am a ginormous Deadpool fan. I, like, <laughs> yeah. sit on a chair. For those audio listeners, he's literally sitting in a Deadpool gaming chair yeah. right now, so, yeah. yeah. which is well, one of my prized possessions. And, um, <laughs> no, and, like, when I found out that Hugh Jackman was coming back as Wolverine, I, I thought this immediately rose to, like, the top of my hype list for, for the entire MCU. I think even above, like, Infinity War or, um, or, King Dynasty and Secret Wars. Um, I think, like, I mean, they're, like, right in the same area, but Deadpool 3 is easily my most anticipated um, solo movie. And then when the suit came out, I had a feeling they were going to they were gonna find a way to do the classic suit because that's what the MCU does. But just seeing it, you know, it, it's funny. Part of me wishes they hadn't, like, shown it in full. You know, wait, yeah. let let w people wait to go to the theater to see that. Right. But I think we all knew it was coming also. Oh, and yeah. they're going to have yeah. so many surprises in store for that movie. Mm. It's going to be, it's going to yeah. be ridiculous. I think yeah. if there's any R rated movie, that's going to make a billion in the next couple of years, I think Deadpool's got I, easily the best yeah, shot. At I, it. 
definitely think that's definitely got a shot. Like the people are just oh, yeah. going to be just hyped to see yeah. and people. I feel like there's a lot of Marvel fans out there who, you know, maybe you were excited about the beginning of the MCU, but died out even before like Endgame. Just like, you know, they were like, hey, you yeah. know, like it's a it's a lot. It's a, it is. And granted, it's, it is a lot yeah. when you when you come across somebody who has only seen one or two MCU movies and you're like, oh, man, like I want to watch all this stuff with you. But this is like 40 projects at this point. Yeah, that we gotta literally. Go like it's it's getting a little like overwhelming. And and somebody actually. Uh, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I love, love, love Guardians 3. But like, right. if you went to the theater without any MCU context, that movie would be so confusing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because there's like Endgame, yeah. there's the first two Guardian movies, like so Infinity many different War. stories that are intertwined into this movie. Yeah. That just, it would be, yeah. <laughs> it would be a lot. But and I think at, you're at the point now in in the MCU where like you need to have seen some of it. Right. Like, yeah. It's hard it's hard to just jump in. Yeah. Almost it. like if you if you even skipped a lot of those origin stories and just went to those like big event movies, like you could kind of glean some of the context yeah. from from those big movies, but now for the at most this part, point, but yeah. it's even and I, I think that was a uh a thing in phase four too, because what they're trying to do is introduce all these new characters. And they ended up like going in so many different directions that right. I, 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 the future of the MCU seems really broad to me at yes. this point. And, and I know like Kevin Feige probably has a vision and he's going to wrap it all together for the next Avengers movies and all that good stuff. But yeah, with so many different characters and origin stories that we got in phase four, it just seems like, holy crap, we've got a lot of different threads that he's going to have to weave together somehow. And I don't know mm-hmm. how he's going to do that at this point. Yeah, like, like, like even, even just thinking about the Marvels coming up, which is the next movie. I mean, you need to have seen like Captain Marvel, maybe Endgame, mm-hmm. definitely WandaVision and Miss Marvel. Yeah, right. And maybe even Secret Invasion. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's, yeah, again, it's getting a little overwhelming for those new people out yeah. there. So, yeah, but... but uh, you know, it's funny. You, know, I was just thinking too, just randomly off the top of my head. If there's anywhere to have Michael Pena's um, Luis recap oh, of the MCU, man. it has to come in Deadpool three. Just, actually, my, my my buddy Liam from from the Direct and Comic Book he had actually had an interview with Michael Pena, and I think they brought that up really? that it was like a that it was like a thing. I don't know if it ever actually came to be, but if there's any place to put that in, it's got to be a Deadpool three. Deadpool three slash like if they just did like little five minute recaps of like, yes, everything in the MCU one shots on Disney plus like the one shot. That'd be fantastic. Just him recapping like a movie or even like a series of movies. Just like, what what if he just recapped each phase of the MCU for us? Oh God. I would watch the hell out of that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That would be so good. Uh, All right. Yeah. Kevin Feige. I know, I know you're listening to this podcast. There's, there's your, your idea. Go ahead, go ahead and make it happen. Yeah, uh, but yeah, oh, that would, that was that was something that I feel like was sadly missing from Quantum Mania. That the, the, I the agree. Luis yeah, like I'm, recapping uh, those something that was just so unique and hilarious in those first two. Um, yeah, Man for sure. That it was a little sad. A little sad that we didn't get that. But absolutely. Back to Deadpool three. So we are getting this huge event. Hugh Jackman's coming back for it. We get this about a month ago. Suit reveal that Hugh Jackman and we get these are like legit 
set photos that like Ryan Reynolds is sharing. Like these aren't like leaks that, you know, yeah. going around like Ryan Reynolds straight up shared this on his on his social Instagram. Media. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this is this is legit. Like this is happening. And and definitely <laughs> he's doing that to drive up hype, which is good. Like you should be doing that. But I think there is an element of what you were saying of like, I hope they do. I, I hope somebody said something about like the mask. And I'm like, I hope they don't show that at all until the movie. Like, I hope we get yeah, me too. the mask in the movie and it's going to be amazing but oh, I hope we don't, moment yeah yeah i hope we don't get that until the movie no no like leaks no anything like that because that that's going to be a really cool reveal yeah but anyways you said you were super hyped about that tell me more about the the suit reveal oh man i mean i think just the fact that hugh jackman finally gets to wear this suit like i know one of the things i'm actually curious about to see is like what they actually do with the arms because hugh jackman's actually been really vocal about his whole his skin cancer thing right and yeah. I'm, I'm sure that i'm i have no doubt whatsoever that marvel studios is going to work with him on that and do whatever they have to do to keep him safe and as healthy as possible like i remember what they did with um with sophie DiMar- sophia DiMartino for um, loki when she was pregnant and she was breastfeeding and um, during season one, and they, they made her suit like accessible and stuff, so that was great. And <laughs> I have awesome. no doubt that they'll um, that they'll accommodate Hugh Jackman however they can. Oh, but the fact that we get this suit in the MCU after twenty years of you know Hugh Jackman doing like the kind of gritty down to earth what you would expect like a superhero suit to be, that was great. And and Logan is obviously one of the greatest comic book movies ever. But I think the fact that we get something so different and so nuts that Hugh Jackman finally gets to do as Wolverine alongside Deadpool, I think it's just an opportunity that you that you can't that you can't avoid yeah. if you're bringing Deadpool and Wolverine into the MCU. And like, even if this is only a one or two movie thing for Hugh Jackman, because that's all it's going to be. Right. Like, he's going to do this. He might do Secret Wars, and then I think he's going to hang up the claws for good. Mm, right. um, but I just think there's no way that you can go into this with how meta Deadpool is as a character, the character that Deadpool is, this feels like something that would come straight out of a Deadpool comic. And right. from all the set photos we've seen, like 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 the 20th Century Fox logo in sand on the yep. beach, I think that's going to be perfect. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. Um, like, yeah, it's like the rumors of Jennifer Garner coming back as Elektra. <laughs> oh I think gosh. they have a chance to get like as many of those old X-Men, like oh, yeah. X-Men and Fantastic Four Absolutely. people from the old Fox movies. Absolutely. And please, as please possible. do it. Get as many as... And, <laughs> we've been saying this for like a long time on our podcast too. Do it for Secret Wars too. Get everybody back. Get everybody oh, absolutely. in there. Why they not? Have to. Why not? Yeah, so I, even if I, it's I for like a 30 second cameo in the movie. Do it. I know do they're it. trying to. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least just bring back the alive ones. Don't do what the flash did. If Just, you, okay. So going back to multiverse of madness, if you can yes. get John Krasinski as Reed Richards and you can get Sir Patrick Stewart back as professor X, I don't think there's really anything that you can't do necessarily. No. Cause those were like no, two absolutely. massive, massive cameos in that movie. Even if the whole, and they both had like five, they both yeah, had, they five, like had parts. It wasn't, it wasn't like they just like, showed up for a second and we're and we're gone you know like that was yeah absolutely that was impressive um yeah even if the whole scene was you know a little thrown together <laughs> but yeah. anyways uh but yeah. yeah if if they can do that oh man the the things no that they are going to be doing with deadpool 3 it's and secret wars too it's going to be it's going to be phenomenal so you mentioned that 20th yeah. century fox thing one one idea that we've had on the infinite <laughs> podcast is so deadpool kills the marvel universe is a pretty right it's one of the Deadpool's like more popular comic book storylines. We've 
thought it would be hilarious if Deadpool to get into the MCU has to go through like a Deadpool kills the Fox universe type of thing. And (laughs) I don't know how that would all tie into getting into the MCU, but obviously he's going to be there. So, so I just have to play a part in that and it's going to be meta. It's going to be breaking forth walls. It's going to be hilarious. And I, I can't wait for it. There's two things I think about it. I think there's no way they don't do some version of, of Deadpool kills the Fox universe. Right. I think that's yeah. that's what they're setting up. There's no way they don't do it. Mm-hmm. One idea that I personally had is I could see with them with them bringing back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, I could see Ryan Reynolds trying to pull Hugh Jackman into the MCU to prevent him from dying in Logan. <laughs> like he oh knows that that's what's coming in <laughs> Logan. Oh, right? Like how hilarious would that be? And that's what gets mm. the TVA on their radar, gets them on the TVA's radar because yeah. we know Owen Wilson's going to be in the movie. And I just think that <sighs> would be – so perfect as a side plot it is just yeah. way trying to keep wolverine from dying there's going to be some hilarious moments between ryan reynolds and hugh jackman and deadpool too. yes i cannot yes, there is. That. and and um hugh jackman has been um he shared a few things even before the suit reveal he said that this is going to be a different version of wolverine which you know like right. i mean we've already been through all the multiverse stuff that they're, you know, doing in the MCU. So this is probably going to be another version of, of Wolverine. But if you look at like the set photos that we got and the X-Men 97 animated series suits, like, Mm -hmm. wow, I am shocked at how I want to say comic accurate, but that's not quite the term because it's, you know, right. The, How comic booky. Yeah. Com- comic booky that they were able to make this suit, man. It's again, amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm just so hyped for it. I, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. He's easily my top MCU movie. That yeah. I can't going back to, I don't even remember what Wolverine movie it was. I think it was the Wolverine, uh, where they had that post credit scene where they opened the case and it's the Wolverine mask mask. Yeah. And gloves. For sure. Like, yeah. Going back to that, like the fact that we've had like the inkling of an actual costume around for so long and gosh, the wolf, yeah. when was the the Wolverine had to be like the late 2000s, right? What, was it that late? Man, I got to look that up now. Yeah, because 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 uh, Origins was, I think, oh, nine or ten. And I think the Wolverine. Yeah, you're totally right. Was uh, 2013. Was 13. Okay, so that's even earlier than I thought. But still, that's that's yeah. 10 years. We're in 2023 <laughs> now. It's crazy. 10 years ago, we had yeah. a post-credit scene tease of... Yeah. And I know in one of the first... One of the original trilogy movies, they joked around about doing spandex. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it just it's just crazy that it's come full circle. And here we are having Hugh Jackman in a full Wolverine suit in Deadpool Amazing. 3. Uh, just... And like, and- and like I'm someone that I really, really love the first two movies. I like one better than two, but I really enjoy both movies. And I think three has a chance to blow it out of the water. Absolutely, man. I, I'm totally with you. I think I think with all the running, moving parts that are that we've currently heard about, and hopefully some that we won't hear about until we see. Um, hopefully, yeah. I I think this could be uh, one of the best you know movies to date in in the MCU. So it'll be it'll be pretty awesome. Um, oh, yeah. OK, last thing I wanted to touch on. So we've been talking about a little bit about the future of the MCU here. Number one thing that I want to know from you is mm-hmm. because of Secret Invasion, do you think I mean, I feel like Secret Invasion definitely downplayed the amount of scrolls that there are.
are in the world. Like, I mean, they definitely said multiple times that there's like millions of, of scrolls. I think they said at least 1 million. 1 million. We didn't really see that many. So do you right. think the scrolls still have a future in the MCU or are we, are, are we going full pivot to the multiverse for secret wars? I would like to think that they have a future in the MCU, especially because of the way that they set up with the finale that these, that everybody's like hunting down the scrolls. Now I don't see that there's going to be any way that they can avoid that going forward. Right. I don't know where it would pop up, maybe in the Marvels at some point with, with, you know, Captain Marvel coming back and obviously her relationship with Talos and the scrolls. But I think there's no way that they can just full on avoid it going forward. Right. Like, I really hope not because that's a huge plot point. I think they could do a lot with, but you know, fingers crossed. Right. And just, man, it just seems like, I know we talked about like, they're taking all these individual stories and they got to weave them together somehow. When you're, Mm -hmm. when you're building towards this massive multiverse event with secret wars and, and Kang dynasty, where, how, how are you able to fit another big movie that has to do with the scrolls. And I just, I don't know. I really want to see it because obviously we probably didn't get as much as we had hoped from secret invasion, but where does it, where does it fit at this point? And one of the things was fantastic Four. like obviously the scrolls um, and super scroll specifically has a pretty significant history with the fantastic four um, in the comics. So you got to imagine that Gaia probably will pop up when that, fantastic four is so far down the line at this point that i that's like two years away now. yeah Yeah. it's 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 far away and castings have been coming and going and you know who knows what what the heck's going on with that i mean fantastic four when the cast drops that's going to be the biggest i think that's gonna be the biggest right and we man we've gotten like so many speculative um casts and people saying like oh they're they interview passing on this and they're yeah yeah, they're passing on it like all this stuff it's crazy it's been a crazy ride with that that cast for sure. So, yeah, and the move's already been confirmed for almost three years now. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I just felt like building up to Secret Invasion, we were going to see a huge a bigger part for the scrolls in the future of the MCU, and I just I don't see where yeah. it fits now with with yeah. Secret Invasion and or sorry with uh, Secret Wars and King Dynasty coming up. Like they've got to start building to that at some point. I hope so. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Be interesting to see. But just broad strokes, future of the MCU. You know, we've had a lot of backlash on phase four of the MCU. So what are you excited for? Obviously, Deadpool three, the Marvels we've talked about. What else are you excited for? And like building towards uh, Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. What do you want to see kind of in the future of the MCU? Well, I... I just hope that we get like we just get some projects that are I, I, what I really hope for is I hope we just get a string of projects now that like I think Secret Invasion might have been one of the last ones that's really been affected by like all the COVID stuff right, originally yeah. and mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff that we've been dealing with. I really hope like maybe starting with the Marvels that we can kind of get a string of projects that I, that people just kind of universally gravitate towards because we've had like I mentioned earlier we we've had some incredible you know, entries in the MCU, No Way Home, Guardians 3, Black Panther. Um, Miss Marvel was was really great. WandaVision started off the whole multiverse saga. But I just hope the MCU can kind of get back on track with like giving the fans what they want. Mm-hmm. And like that I mean not necessarily giving the fans what they want, giving 
giving the fans something that they can all unite over. Right. And like something, something fun, something that has stakes with drama and everything. Cause I think eventually once it, the dust all settles out, ironically enough, um, I think King Dynasty and Secret Wars are going to be like those event movies that we all want them to be. Right. Yeah. And I think Deadpool's got a chance to really set that up. The Marvels has a chance to set that up really, really well. And um, and obviously stuff like Fantastic Four also. Um, and, and I hope these delays actually mean something good for these movies. Like, I mean, I know it sucks right now because of all the, the writer strike and the actor strike and everything. Mm, right. um, but I hope this gives us a chance to – gives them a chance to really fine-tune everything and get the story like nailed down and focused in on one goal and like one streamlined thing. I know it's a lot to deal with. I know it's a lot of stories all mm. converging together and right. everything, but you know, I'm just, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that this is going to be, uh, that this is all going to turn out good in the next couple of yeah. years. I agree. I agreed. And we all are with you at the infinity bros. We've been crossing our fingers for a long time, now. <laughs> but I mean, Hey, I think that it's been really interesting to see the culture, shift from phase one where we're getting these really high quality superhero movies that were mm-hmm. just kickstarting the superhero craze, honestly, that we have yeah. seen in the past 15 years or whatever. Um, you know, like I, I mean, starting with Iron Man, cause I mean, yeah, sure. Iron Man has definitely been a, a very important character in the comics, but he wasn't like on the, you know, he wasn't on the kid's lunchbox that doesn't no. like superheroes. You know, like no. the, the, the common everyday kid was not like super into Iron Man, but they're exactly Spider Man. You know, like even if you don't, even if you, the kid didn't like superheroes, they knew who Spider Man was, they knew who Batman was, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Iron Absolutely. Man was made a household name by Robert Downey Jr. and, and Marvel in the MCU. Like it's, yes. it's crazy how, powerful you know the start of the mcu was just packed a huge punch and now we're seeing so so many people come in and you know everybody on the internet now is like a marvel or at least a kind of general fan of these superhero movies and Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy to see how the culture has shifted to like man now now everybody's kind of on the opposite side of things, I'm like, oh, man, we're looking for this content that like, you know, is is seems to be lacking. But at the same time, I mean, us comic book slash, you know, film nerds that are are into Marvel stuff like I mean, all of us are still in shock and awe that we're getting characters like Shang-Chi um, yeah. You know, on the big screen, like who would have thought in 2008 that we'd get a Shang-Chi movie ever? Ever. Yeah. Nobody thought that. Nobody thought that. Just it's yeah. it's phenomenal that we're even introducing these characters into the MCU. And I think generally overall, Marvel has done a a pretty good job of of you know all of that through phase four, even with the slight, you know, um the down dip in in quality, maybe. Uh but mm-hmm. yeah, again, like we talked about. Iman Vellani casting phenomenal. Like if they keep casting these actors, actresses that can carry the MCU for decades, I think they're yeah. I think they're gonna be just fine. I'll say this, even with all the problems that the MCU has had, their casting game is still 
as good as ever. Casting game is still phenomenal. Exactly. Absolutely. Nailed it with that one. Richard, thank you so much for uh, coming on with me today. It's been a blast talking all things MCU with you. Yeah, thank you so much. This is a blast. I'm glad we finally got to do this. And uh, and I'll talk. I, you, you can find me on Twitter talking to MCU all the time until until I die. So yeah. And actually, uh, I was just going to mention that. So where where can we find you on on social media and stuff like that? Yeah, so you can find me um, mostly on uh, X slash Twitter, whatever it's going to end whatever up being, um, at, at, at Richard Nebens, N-E-B-E-N-S. I'm also the same one on Instagram, TikTok. Um, I also have a Threads account that I'm not as active on, but I'm hoping to be more soon. Um, and you can find me writing all the time at the at thedirect.com for uh, MCU, DC, Star Wars, whatever I can get my hands on. And um, and yeah, you can find me podcast with other people and on thedirect.com and do my thing. Awesome. And we will also have some links in the show notes for you guys uh, to go follow um, Richard and and see what he's up to at the direct. So, uh, again, man, thank you so much. It's been it's been a blast. Thank you. And thank you, Infinity Bros Universe, wherever you're listening, however you listen. Thank you so much for making us a part of your podcasting experience. Uh, We love you, 3000. And we'll have uh, we'll have to catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at The Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at TheInfinityBros.com for links, reviews, and sweet merch. Feel free to send us listener feedback via social media or email at InfinityBrosPodcast at gmail.com.